Hi, this is Ramona Zabriskie, better known as Grammy, to five-year-old Willie, who's with me for just a minute today. Willie, I want to talk to you about the summer. It's summer, finally. What's the best thing that happens in the summer, do you think? Um, playing in the pool. Playing in the pool. Yeah, that's always fun. What else do you like to do in the summer? Go on the beach. Go into the beach. I yeah. mean, go to the beach. Yeah. Can I go too? Yeah. It'll be so much fun. That's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast, how to make a fantastic summer for the whole family from your five-year-olds and your little ones all the way up to you. That's right, you, because it's so important that you include you in your fantastic summer plans. Willie, I think you forgot one really spectacular thing that happens in the summer. Playing the sprinkles? Playing, <laughs> playing in the sprinkles. I love that. How about sprinkles on your birthday cake? <laughs> it's your birthday this summer. Today? No. <laughs> in, a, in a few weeks. Oh. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome to the Wife Savers Podcast where multi-award-winning author and global marriage educator Ramona Zabriskie provides answers to your real wife questions. Our goal is to help you appreciate your womanhood, prioritize your personal development, and craft a powerful partnership with the man in your life. Hi, I'm Hannah Allen, and I'm proud to introduce my parents, Ramona and Dale Zabriskie. And yes, this is how they talk all the time. Let's listen. Hi, this is Dale Zabriskie, feeling a little rock and roll right now. Why? Well, because, and, and, and channeling my inner Alice Cooper, because school's out for summer. And here we are at the beginning of summer, yep. traditionally marked by Memorial Day. Yes. Yeah. Today is Memorial Day, and we had nothing better to do than just sitting in a little office and do, <laughs> yes. do a podcast. Kept wanting to do this, and I'm like, do we have to do it today? <laughs> well, actually, it's been a weird weather day. It's been an on and off. It doesn't quite day. feel like summer yet. But well, it's kind of sunny right now. Looking but... on the calendar, you can see it coming, and so I thought it was a good opportunity to address not just one question. I've had a number of students actually ask me, you know, what do you do for this summer? Mm. What are, how can I make the most of my summer and so forth? So I thought that would make a really fun podcast script on Memorial Day. There you go. Yeah. Totally. All right. So is it on the list of what you would do for Memorial Day? I wonder. <laughs> Top of my list, make a podcast. <laughs> Well, it's sunny skies and warm temperatures in the summer, and that makes, uh, you know, the environment a very pleasant place. But that's not all that summer is about, or that's not the only benefits of summer. Did you know that summer actually, I have to throw a little science in here, actually contributes to your health and well-being? Really? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Research indicates the sunshine that or... you're less likely to have a heart attack in the <laughs> Really? 
fewer heart attacks in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Not even Seriously. with all the exertion that people get out and do things. Well, and... I, it's not the same as shoveling snow, is yeah. it? Yeah, a lot of, lot of show, <laughs> snow might, shoveling heart attacks out there. You might uh, shovel some sandcastles or something, but there you're you not going to. Uh, you're so relaxed being on the beach, yeah, but when so you do that snow easy. stuff, you're, it's like, yeah, You're going to live through the summer. The reason we're going to talk about this is, like I say, I've had a number of students ask me, but here is one of them. Very specifically, I throw me a wife saver. Ready? I really want this summer to be less stressful than the rest of the year for me and my kids, but I don't want everything to go to pot. <laughs> Well, ideas, please. Cake and eat it too. That, no, that's that really is a mom's thing, you know. She, she to neglect stuff, feel like she's neglecting stuff, so it goes to pot. Is that the idea? Yeah, you get out of routine. Mm -hmm. The kids get out of routine, and maybe the chores, and you know, you worry about that. So the whole point is, summers are important. You realize when you really think about it, you only have what yeah. eleven or. 12 summers with your kids before they're teenagers and <laughs> they're not so cooperative anymore. <laughs> Maybe and, you don't want to spend summer And then with you them. only have a handful with them when they're, you know, when they're in adolescence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So every summer counts. I love the Polish proverb that says you have a lifetime to work, but children are only young once. And, you know, I've said this before uh, in our podcast, looking back, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. Really? You know, it's, if I had any regrets, and I don't live with a lot of regrets, but I would say, you know, I should I should have done that. And those days are gone. And so I'm telling my sons, uh, you know, spend who are also, time. Who also tend to work hard. Right, right. Yeah. And because yeah. that, like you said, you'll never get it back. So. Right, right. And fun stuff. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you say spend time with the kids, that covers a lot of things but also just playing don't you think well, just yeah, having and, fun and when you know so i at this age when the grandkids say you know whoppy would you do this i'm 90 of the time i'm saying you drop yes, it you drop I, everything that's right that's it's right. true i hadn't thought so about that so you apply that, that to yeah. your own kids especially at summertime so i like and i do recommend that you kind of mix it up in the summer, a combination of brand new things, for instance, that you've never done before, sort of exploratory in nature, and also traditional things that People everybody- People look forward to. You always look forward to it Assuming they look forward to it, but you know, sometimes. Yes. So- we have to do that again? Well, no, now actually, I think summer should be about celebrating. So we're going to talk about five Themes. Celebrating. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I will make sense of this. Five th themes to celebrate. Okay. Okay. During right. the summer. Or you could think of them as um, five headings or banners that you can organize and prioritize all your summer ideas under. So you can say, does this really fit my, my values, mm -hmm. what I really want to accomplish? Right. And that is something you need to do right off the bat is you've got to be thinking about what is it that you really want from this summer, obviously. Then we're going to talk about five things that you should be doing right now to make a fantastic summer actually happen. And then we're going to go into a whole bunch of ways that you can be sure to keep you, meaning wife, mother, in the best summer, fantastic summer ever kind of uh, <laughs> plants because we plan it around everyone else kind of like we do at Christmas and we leave ourselves sometimes mm -hmm. out of 
the equation. I don't want to make sure that doesn't Yeah, happen. you come to the end of the summer and it's uh, you're insane and going... Blah, exactly, blah, 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 can't blah, wait blah, blah, blah. to send them back right, to school. Right, right, right. right, we don't want to feel like that. We want to feel like, oh, it's time to go back to school. <laughs> we were having so much fun. All right, so... It's a lofty goal, but we'll try to get there. And, you know, I, I'm going to admittedly focus a little bit on a, on younger families but you can definitely apply the everything into adolescence to some degree i do recommend that you listen to our two other three other podcasts actually on teen girls was the last one we did mm-hmm. helping dads and mm-hmm. daughters bond and previous to that we did two on teen boys right. and you'll get a whole bunch of insight and ideas that you'll be able to apply any time of the year but I think summer would be a great time to focus on your. Yeah, teens. and especially as your as your family evolves, if you have multiple children, you're going to have this range of ages true. to deal with, and that is so satisfy true. everybody is a real challenge. And right? we talk about yeah. that a lot in the creating of summer, the, the summer creating or saving right. their family vacations. Right, right. <laughs> okay. twenty nine. So, well, boy, you just am I right? Let's see, twenty nine. Really, twenty nine. Wow, you yeah. and your numbers. Thank Holy you. cow! Thank you so much. Um. So we're going to think of summer as a celebration, right? Cue the music. Number one, here's our first thing we're going to celebrate is family. Duh. Summer yeah. is a celebration of family. Think about it. You've got your family reunions going mm-hmm. on. you got your driving trips and yeah, all kinds of vacations. As a group, right. I think it's a great time to do mom dates one-on-one with kids or daddy dates mm-hmm. with the kids, making memory, photo books, telling stories, sharing lots of stories with your kids, including, you know, your stories from yeah, family, your childhood. The, the history of your family. This is one of the fun things you can do, for instance, around a campfire or the fire pit <laughs> or whatever. It's We're really big in this family on family history. So summer when you have a little bit of extra space, you're up a little bit later, you know, there's an opportunity to maybe pull out some pictures or that or go to grandma's and talk to her, whatever, and let your kids enjoy some family history. If they don't have homework and all that stuff that they have the rest of the year, maybe it'd be fun for them. Because listen, when you're doing family history, you're doing history, yeah. right? So it's educational yeah, and, and it's, it gives them a strong sense of identity. That's what I was going to say. It gives them some tangible things about their family uh, for sure. In fact, in fact, connecting with extended family is so healthy and important for kids because knowing it helps with your identity, like we mm-hmm, said, mm-hmm. but knowing that there are people outside of your immediate nuclear family that you could turn to in a crisis really makes a difference mm, in a yeah. child's sense of security yeah. and happiness they really know their grandma and grandpa or their aunts and uncles or cousins or whatever it also increases the chances of them making good friends later in life really yes because they're seeing so many adult role models good good role models we're assuming and they pick up the values of their grandparents Mm. or the values of those older members of the extended family Mm -hmm. and older cousins Mm -hmm. like our Mm -hmm. kids our little wire kids, our kiddos, our grandkids, the younger ones really look up to the older ones. That's true. And learn a lot from them. So all, all in all, just the whole family thing is just so important. Hey, while we're talking about family, 
<laughs> I think this is a really good point that I heard someone else make, and that's tr- help your kids in the summer avoid staying up till 4 a.m. And maybe we're talking about the teenagers now, but <laughs> help them not lose total track of the clock and that inner clock so they're staying up super late and waking up super late in the summer. And you know why that's important? Not only for health reasons. Well, wait a minute. You're telling me that binge I had with my cousins in California where we <laughs> didn't didn't go to sleep at all? Not a good idea? Oh, you know what? That's okay once in a while. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about getting into a real habit over the yeah, summer just because you can. You, can right. you don't have to be at the bus stop at yeah. any certain time. Because obviously it messes with your inner clock. But it, precl- it precludes, I'm having a real hard time with my words today. Do right. that. I'm summer. doing a podcast. Relax. It's okay. <laughs> it precludes the time you would have spent with family, mm. including mm-hmm. mom and dad. You're sleeping mm-hmm. until one o'clock. How many hours is that that you could <laughs> have been spending with family? Or I have, mom to, or I have dad? to catch up on my sleep, you know. Those high school students. Oh, you, like you hibernate in the summer? Up. That's right. Instead yeah. of the winter? Yeah, I didn't get any sleep during the school year, and by golly, I'm going to do it now. That is probably what they're thinking. And you do need to listen to our podcast about teenagers to find out how (laughs) biological that really is. But I'm just saying it's just something to think about and be aware of that as much time as they're using to sleep may get in, it could become a bad habit that keeps them from having the family time that we're talking about is so important. All you're really saying there is to be intentional about things, right? Yeah. And not to say... Okay, summer and whatever. Well, excuse me. That's why we're making this podcast. That's right. So everyone will be intentional. <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there in case nobody realized. So research shows that uh, parents spending quality time with their kids, you know what it does? They get superior grades and test scores. They graduate from high school at higher rates. Really? They're more likely to go on to get a higher education. And they're much more likely to have a positive attitude and to behave better just because their parents spend time with them and they spend time with their parents. So think of it this way. Summer is your big chance for increasing the trust, the connection, the intimacy that will impact next school year's success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want your kids to be successful in school next year? Spend time with them this summer. That's a really interesting thought because I think... Families look at summertime as being, oh, you know, get rid of all the the structure and everything that I've had to do in the school year. You go through the thing. I'm going to do my thing. You know, we'll meet up and talk a little bit about have dinner occasionally. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe there needs to there needs to be some of that, right? Relax about things. We're going to talk about that for sure. Good. But the whole point is. Make summer a celebration of family. That's yeah, one of right. the things that you're going to sp- sp- celebrate. See, there there you I go, go again. <laughs> the porky pig syndrome. And, you know, not only do you want to be successful in school next year, you just want to be successful as a family mm-hmm. in the long mm-hmm. term. And a family that has fun together is the family that will stick together mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. hard times. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, because the bond has been made on the the easy bonds, if you will, or during the easy times, makes it easier to bond or stay together, like you say, when things get tough. And just think about what we've been through in the last couple of years, all of us. And like, it's like 
we're break out, you know, let's get <laughs> out, right. let's get out of the cage, let's open up our hearts mm-hmm. and our minds mm-hmm. and our bodies and just soak it all up. And part of that is family and family time, maybe outdoors. And that is the next thing we're going to celebrate is nature. Summer is a celebration of Mother Nature at her best. So you want to spend as much time as possible outdoors. And I'm going to tell you, oh, my listeners, you hardworking women, you know what? You have my permission to be okay with things being a little out of order, a little disorderly, (laughs) even a little messy in the summer. You've got to prioritize outdoor time over household routines and orderliness and chores. Yeah, because something's got to give when it changes. Something's got to give, something's got to give, something's (laughs) got to give. That's right. So what you, you spend the rest of the year teaching them how to be responsible and disciplined and so forth. But summer, summer's a time to teach them to capitalize or, well, their childhood wonder. I don't know how else to put it. Well, you know, their wonder and curiosity that kind of gets yeah. hammered out of them during the mm. school year. Yeah, re- rejuvenate that type of yes. thing. I worked with a guy who loved baseball, and and, and he, he I can't remember how many kids he had, but he had a he had a good sized family. But he had a thing to visit every major league baseball park in oh, not in one fun. summer. Obviously, you can't do yeah. that. But just you know, as part of the family. Oh, and fun. so baseball is a summer sport. Yeah. And so it was always, you know, we, I worked with him for, num- with him for a number so of years. And I always said, well, where'd you go this year? You know, what parks did you click off? Did and, the whole family get into it? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and especially his sons, you know, it became a kind of a, a mm. father-son type thing. I see. Uh, but he would go on and get so excited about it. And he would share how his kids were reacting to, you know, being there and seeing all that. So, so, you know, maybe it's national parks, maybe it's uh, state parks, maybe it's, you know, whatever. Outdoor games like you're talking about. Right. Because you want to get them to just uh, marvel. Maybe that's another good word. Stop, look, listen. You know, think about what would happen. What could I do with? How do I, how do I fit into this world? How you gotta get them out into the planet Earth. Our kids love that show, <laughs> Planet Earth, or Planet and Earth. Have a real personal encounter. You know, that's the kind of stuff you want. You want them to get in touch with themselves and nature. Teach them how to breathe the beautiful fresh air. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. because that it would be such a gift for your children to learn. Um, how to calm themselves or regulate mm, mm, themselves mm-hmm. emotionally by being in nature. Man, I remember that. I, In fact, those are my most profound childhood memories when I would have time alone in nature. We had some woods across the street from our house, and I'll bet you a lot of us feel that way. It was a place to daydream and reflect and breathe mm-hmm. and just kind of look. Listen, I, 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 I could just sit in a tree or on a log and I didn't feel any pressure from adults to think a certain way or do a certain thing. And I connected with that piece of earth. Mm-hmm. And they found now, science, that that is really important to a child's brain development mm. even is connecting with nature, spending time in nature. And I, it's so much harder today 
yes. I think, to facilitate that. You, you know, when we grew up, yes. uh, you know, in the Northwest, the, in the summer, the sun, it doesn't get dark here till you know, it's pushing 10 o'clock or something. And, right. and I remember that. I would just go out and wander. And, you Do know, you remember yeah, that? totally. Oh, and it'd sweet. be nine o'clock or nine thirty and I'd <laughs> saunter home, you know, today it's a lot harder to do that. And and one of the reasons is, which we've talked about already, is the technology thing. Yes. So, you know, getting kids to to make that transition or to appreciate something different than a device or a game or whatever is, I think, harder to do. They just uh, have to have the opportunity. But yeah, that's right. You got to facilitate that. Michael D. Maria, who's one of my Wifesavers students' yeah, favorite one people. One of your good friends. Yes, he's a, a Grammy Award-winning um, composer and so forth, and author and filmmaker. But well, he, he plays, too. He's not just yes. a composer. He's oh, right, a musician. Right. He's so, a musician. Yeah. And he has a beautiful book called Peace Within, Clear Your Mind, Open Your Heart. Here's a quote from it. My inner life was always more compelling to me than the outer one. As a child, I often experienced feelings that seemed too large and deep for words. Mm. Think about children having to put feelings yeah. into words. Yeah. During these treks in nature, which he often did, I sent something great and ancient around me. I felt connected to a nameless, palpable presence. My breathing slowed. My heart opened. I was filled with joy and contentment, a deep, relaxed breath, a state of meditation that quieted my mind. This is just in a child, childlike mm -hmm, way, mm -hmm. you know, not really even not intentionally. A, yeah, right. uh, quieted my mind in focus and contemplation and a mindfulness that allowed me to experience whatever was before me, a maple tree, a singing bird, or a cloud-filled sky. That's what we want for our kids. And it'll only happen if you... Give them the opportunity mm -hmm, to be, mm -hmm. you know, take them out and do it. You need to do to facilitate celebrating nature in the summer. Um, so here's the third one. So we have celebrate family, celebrate nature, mm -hmm. celebrate country. Mm, there you go. Well, yeah, especially in the United States, it's a big time for country. Memorial Day is yes. a big time. Is, and then, of course, independence Fourth of July. Uh, yeah. We even have Veterans Day. Yeah. Right? Yep, Towards yep. the end of summer. So what a great time to travel. Mm -hmm. You know those car trips. Wow. <laughs> or to sightsee, even in your own neck of the woods. Or to, to have your flight canceled uh, by <laughs> certain airlines occasionally on Memorial Day. You got to listen to the... Uh, podcast about creating or saving yeah. your family vacation if that's <laughs> going to be what you'll be doing this summer spending that's time tough. at airports but yeah and, and you know the, the whole idea of a car trip and of course gas is not cheap uh, these days right. we're talking about it so those those decisions play into it but that's an example of something that is unique right it's different than what you do the rest of the year yes yes and can be worth, and worth you, the expense even if you don't do anything you never leave home because the expense or whatever nobody says you have to go anywhere in the summer you can still enjoy this celebration of country by really making something special out of the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Everybody mm -hmm. has their traditions in the 4th of July. And this year, we can actually celebrate it with other people. You know, communities are firing back up their parades and their fairs and their celebrations mm -hmm. around that time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a beautiful time. And, you know, it's not just fun. It's important. I love this. Well, uh, 
insight from Ann S. Robertson, who's a spokeswoman for the National Parent Information Network. Really? I didn't non- know there was such. <laughs> it's a parent- nonprofit organization that's uh, part of the U.S. Department of Education. Oh. Okay. The, uh... And she says, your child's home and community are the most real and important parts of America to her to the child. Mm-hmm. Kids become patriotic gradually as they learn how they fit into their family and how their family fits into the larger community and then their country. It's all about perspective, right? And that's yeah. what getting out, being in nature, appreciating yes. that. Very, very true. I, you know, I was sitting here thinking of my favorite 4th of July is when we uh, had a big celebration in London. Oh, that was you know, fun. Yeah. The, we're yeah. sorry. We, we won. We won. London. I know we won. You lost, <laughs> but we're going to celebrate anyway. The 4th of July. Yeah, but we had people with like from five different countries we with did. us that day. We did. Africa, Australia. Gosh, yeah. I don't remember. And we showed them an American 4th That's of July. Right. Yeah. That was so much fun. It was fun. So we've got celebrating family, nature, and country. Here's number four summer's a time to celebrate community. And service. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, community, it, it just kind of happens in a way because so many of the activities yeah. are community based. That's during true. The summer. Like we were just talking about the 4th of July right. and, or farmers market. Farmers or, market or yeah. an outdoor concert or whatever. Right. Here's another idea though is to find a family service project of some mm, kind in like the that. summer or some kind of challenge, service challenge for the kids or that they can volunteer or maybe it's even a little job. For them in the summer, mm-hmm, the summer mm-hmm. job, right? I mean, lemonade stands. Come there on, there you go. We've already had one this year. <laughs> yeah, we've already had. It hasn't been that hot. So, uh... and the other thing is, summer's a great time to spend time with your neighbors. I love how our neighbors just up the street here have a couple of young kids, and they got to know the neighborhood way faster than we ever did Mm -hmm. because almost every day they take their kids out in the after dinner time for a walk and the kids ride their bikes or their trikes or whatever and they go down the lane and they come back electric jeep that one of them had (laughs) as they're (laughs) and as they're walking or jeeping they stop to talk yeah. With who's ever about to yeah. get in their car, whoever yeah. just came out the front door. And they've got to know everyone. They really have. So spending time with, you know, that sort of casual, social, lazy, you know, no agenda kind of time with your neighbors and friends strolling around the neighborhood or throwing the cul-de-sac yeah. barbecue or whatever. You're just, it's such an opportunity. The doors open people come out yeah i don't i think generally we don't know our neighbors well enough mm. you know i think uh should be more of that where you can feel well, we'd be a better country if we yeah were we that would way, right, right? And, and you know in our little cul-de-sac. cul-de-sac our little world here you know we know we can rely on anybody right yes. here for anything yes. at any time yes and likewise right yes and that's you know that's that is precious. Of, yeah, that's very precious, and it helps the kids. Even the grandkids are out there, and they know. Yeah, them. They, they talk just, to the neighbors. Yeah, Tim just outside. They're just there's an old three year old talking uh, to Tim. Sammy just going away. Tim, who's it. like six. What? Yeah, he's my size. Six, he played football in college. He's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't think anything about that's right. it. Right. I'm over there talking to Tim. Yeah, yeah. that must be a, how. 
it's hard to know, but it, if I were a child, I think that would give me a lot of security. Yeah. Oh, well, you, know, well, you can see it when they're out there. They're just comfortable and natural mm. and... Yeah. Mm, love it. This is a quote from Michael Burson, who's PhD and associate professor of social science education at the University of South Florida in Tampa. Oh, these people didn't have so many credentials. I know. Jeez, yeah. He says, titles our nation is built on cooperation. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Seeing the community in action reassures and enlightens young children and it teaches them that we're all in this together yeah and and too often it's uh, for community it's it's tragic things that bring people together right oh, and it true. it might be a natural disaster or any other thing that's it's of tragic nature that forces people to come together and become stronger getting through whatever it is how much better to be proactive yeah, about exactly, it exactly exactly to make it happy memories right and uh, networking in that way oh what a good point honey all right so we have we're celebrating family nature country community and mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. and the last one is we're going to celebrate this summer Slow down in solitude. Mm, Okay. I don't think I have to convince anyone of this. But (laughs) listen, the whole rest of the year, I know we just talked about being with the neighbors and talking about families, time to celebrate family, Fourth of July celebrations and everything else. But that's only part of the time. Summer is a beautiful time for actually the opposite the solitude and getting out of the people race, the mm-hmm. rat race, they call it, right? All year long, you're obligated to be with people uh, in every other way. And we can't all quit work. A lot of us still have to go to work and be with people. But we have a few more hours because we don't have to get the kids to bed at a certain time necessarily. We don't have to have them to the bus stop or anything. Maybe there's a little more time in there for solitude and slow down for it everybody and while we're talking about that i just have i have to get on my bully pulpit here it is okay for kids to be bored (laughs) i'm bored i've had so many moms ask me this already like they're that is the thing they're dreading more than anything else is the kids getting bored so here's what i say about that you got to Try to differentiate. <laughs> are they saying I'm not being entertained, or mm. are they saying I don't know what to do mm. with myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we talked about the structure they're used to, and they're forced, you know, school at period one, period two, period three, whatever it is, and now all of a sudden you have to figure it out for yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You just said it. It's Okay, so what we want to do is separate out constructive boredom, which is what you just (laughs) talked about. You know, they got to figure out what they're going to do for themselves because that kind of boredom is just packed with potential. There's all kinds of of things, right? As that kind of boredom as opposed to, you know, mindlessly tapping on their digital device. In fact, here goes another credential. Dr. Dibya Chudhuri a professor with the counseling program at Erickson Institute Early Childhood Graduate School in Chicago. There you go. Says, it's a, it's a passive boredom that children don't even recognize 
as being bored when they're mm. just on their digital mm-hmm. device. Boredom is a motivator, actually, to do something else, to move on to something more interesting. <laughs> so passive boredom isn't healthy. Boredom, constructive boredom is. It's a yeah. signal to move on to do something else. Constructive boredom can develop creativity. She says kids particularly have to find ways to entertain themselves or engage themselves. So what happens when they have to do that? They can kind of become inventive. They can discover new interests or whatever. So we shouldn't be feeding them entertainment. That's or, the point. Yeah, feeling like it's your responsibility. It's, right. To, uh, and you make it clear to them that the it isn't agenda. your responsibility. They can right. come to you and ask questions. They mm-hmm. can come to you for suggestions and so forth. But you don't have to feel responsible. You shouldn't put it back on yeah. them. So what happens for mom when it's, I'm bored, you know, over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you're going to say... I know that you're bored and what you're saying is what can I do? And I've got a whole bunch of ideas for you. I've posted them over there on the fridge. I'll talk about that in a minute. But honey, you're going to fly solo. I want you to figure it out for yourself today, right? I'm going to give you the freedom. Mm. I'm not going to give you a structured anything for the next whatever hour or two hours or whatever. They can come to you with questions and or anything else that they're excited to talk about with you, but you don't have to feed them activities all all day long or entertainment all day long. Or or make it a frustration, right, in your mm-hmm. life. I right, see that right, for right. parents, right? And what am don't I gonna do with this kid? I can't <laughs> wait for school to start. You know, and, and then that takes away from the whole thing if it becomes right. a frustration. So I like what you're saying about being intentional, being purposeful. They'll get the hang Because you know it's going to happen. You know it's going right. to get ready. Yeah. It's going to happen. It shouldn't be a shock. And in fact, you can get ready by doing a lot of different things. Use your, use your creativity. You know, you can add new board games to the family collection. You can c- get a whole bunch of craft mm-hmm. supplies and put them in a closet and Just say, make it available. Do something yeah. with that. You know, whatever you can do. Um you can make homemade Play-Doh. That's one of our favorites around here. <laughs> you can have a puzzle set up until it's finished and then start a new puzzle and it can go on for days. Yeah, you... it's amazing what happens if you do that. Just designate an area, set aside an area, put a puzzle out and just walk away. Yeah, just walk away. True. <laughs> you don't have to put neon lights on it. You don't have to make an announcement. Now on aisle five is... <laughs> You know, just walk away. And, it, and it's true of all ages. Yes. Yeah. I was People will visiting come by. My, my dad and his, you know, um, retirement living center. And I noticed that out in the foyer, they had a couple of puzzles mm-hmm. put up. And anybody walked by yeah. could throw a piece in. And It is so satisfying to walk past a puzzle and to look at it. And the, all of a sudden you go, oh, right there. You put one piece in. No, but everybody's been staring at it. Nobody can get it. You walk up. We go, there, peace, I'm walking away. Thank you, I'm here all week, goodbye. If you need so any more help, fun. let me know. But it was available, that's the that's whole it. point. Right. That was the whole point. Um, there's a TED Talk that I just love by psychiatrist Stuart Brown, who did a lot of research into play. Hmm. And he that's says- That's a tough job. I'm, at a, I know. I'm, I'm playing, I'm researching. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I got a lot of work to do. That's right. I got to learn about play. What is the opposite of play, according to- Mm. To Stuart Brown. So it's not work. 
right? No, it isn't uh, work. That's boredom? what most people would say. Is it? No. No, no. He says that the opposite of play is depression. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. You know, you know, in work from a from a guy's perspective, you know, in, in a career and in my career, you know, the the idea of, you know, when you're interviewing for something, and you know, people will say, "Well, what gets you up in the morning, mm. right? What do you what do you love to do?" And mm-hmm. you know, and and finally putting those together, you get. And I I had that for many years, where I, I just had a wonderful job that was play. It was play. For it me. felt like play. Yeah, yeah. They that's pay an me interesting point. to do this. Right? Yes. He said, play is really this idea of engaging with material, materials, with ideas, and mm-hmm. with other people. Mm-hmm. That's so important in all of this. It can get lost when we don't have the time to slow down. Yeah, right. That's the point. That's the point. Play only happens when we slow down. We need to take, adva- take uh, not advantage, we need, to, uh, we need to be like the Europeans who between July and August oh, it's, are done. They're I, gone. It's six weeks. I, you, you're you gone. It just blows my mind. Yeah. I know. It's like, where'd everybody go? Yeah. We're still doing, we're still working. And we're like, um, can are I, we supposed yeah, can to I meet do with all the you? work? Can I meet with you on Tuesday? It's like crickets. You know, they're just, and, and it has shown, I mean, I know they're doing studies on this after living there, of the value. Because yeah. it, t- it doesn't happen in a week or two weeks. It yeah. takes that much time like to detox, and then you have time to enjoy, and 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 it's such a yeah. it's such a valuable yeah. thing. I, but our culture in America, they don't do that, and it's really a shame. I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to confess: when my kids were growing up, I took the whole month of July off like that. We didn't <laughs> go anywhere. We no. didn't do anything. That's, and you do it. You still do it. I no, I'm not this year. I mean, I'm gonna be working my head off. But I would tell the kids, I am. Do not ask me what we're doing tomorrow. I don't know what we're doing tomorrow, because my life was so highly structured mm-hmm. the whole rest of the yeah. year yeah. that I just kind of rebelled in the middle of summer. And everyone knew, don't you dare try to make an appointment with me or schedule anything with me or anything. I'll decide each morning what I feel like doing. Now, I don't think that's really um, universally <laughs> supported <laughs> by possible for yeah, everybody. No, sure. I was in the kind of situation, had the kind of responsibilities where I could do that, just yeah. kind of prepare ahead of time and draw the line. But um, there's something to be said, like you say, for that really con- concentrated and mm-hmm. lengthier than us Americans give ourselves mm-hmm. time to do, mm-hmm. to sort of uh, wind down. And yeah. we, so we want that for our kids. You know, see, that's why we have summer. That's uh, why they have summer. Yeah. And I remember I had neck surgery years ago and I was down for four weeks, five weeks. Uh, no, no, it was back surgery. I've had too many surgeries to talk about. But I was down for a significant period of time. But when I got out of that and I went back to work, I felt totally rejuvenated. I remember that. Even though I had been through a very stressful, painful part of yeah, life. Yeah, it was counterintuitive. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I had not done that thing yes. for over a month. Yes. And yes. when I went back, I was like, oh, right, let's go, you know. Yeah. It's really something. It's just a completely different yeah. inner motivating, yeah. and, motivator, and it, right. drive. And it's not yeah. that I'm sitting on the beach for for a month. I don't. Ha- you don't have to do that. It right. just has to be different. Different. Yeah. Well, 
slow down in solitude. So we're going to celebrate family, nature, country, community and service, and slow down in solitude. Got I hope, hope everybody wrote those down. All right. So now we got to make it happen. How are we going to do that? This is a really quick list, and I think it's kind of obvious, right? Well, we've talked about some of that. I call this part, make it so. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Captain Picard. Yes. And list. you know, all it takes, here's the two words you really have to remember, proactive and plan. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're doing this on Memorial Day. Yeah. So that you can do right now. You can Maybe you've already started. Be proactive. Make a plan. Not. It's a silly putty plan. Yes, yes. Not a concrete right. plan. Right. Carved right. and silly buddy. It's carved and silly buddy. So first of all, make. Make it so. Make your list of needs, desires, wishes, and expectations, including what you want to avoid this summer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how are you going to make a plan if you don't think it through yeah. first? So make your list. Next thing is make your bucket list. What is it you really mm. have to do? Or at the end of summer, you're just going to feel like, well, that was a waste or we blew it. So make sure that you have your bucket list. That would be a great opportunity for a family meeting. Yeah, definitely. Right. And say, okay, yeah. everybody, what do you want to do? And like mm-hmm. Willie says, I want to play in the, sprinkles. what did he call them? Sprinkles. The sparkles. Sprinkles. <laughs> the no. sprinkles? Is sprinkles. that what he said? Not the sprinkler, but the sprinkles. <laughs> Yeah, so we'd put that we'd put that on the list. And we're going to make sure we have this yeah, sprinkle. Wouldn't it be going. nice that all those requests were so easily uh, accommodated? <laughs> it's so cheap. <laughs> That's right. I can do that for you. <laughs> I have a feeling his bucket list is going to get more expensive as he goes on. Um, make it so. The other thing you need to be doing right now is making your reservations. It's probably too late already for the campgrounds. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> going to show up. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I called you. You knew I was coming. But you better be making those yeah, hotel right. reservations or the grandma and the, grandpa are coming to your house kind of reservations. Disney reservations yeah, or whatever. So make yeah. sure the relatives have committed to the dates <laughs> right. and the expectations. Like, I know we have some relatives coming throughout the summer, and they've given me these really general yeah. dates. <laughs> we'll be yeah. there around it's the right. end of August or whatever. And I'm like, it would really be helpful if you gave me some real dates. So try and... Pin everyone down, get a calendar going. And this is the last one on the make. Make it so. Make sure you are in the equation. Not just uh, the facilitator on the outside. Exactly. Yeah. Well, everybody's the family's having a great making time, their efforts. Except <laughs> right. mom. Except yeah. mom. Yeah. So here's the third part and the last part of our little conversation. How do we keep you? wife and mom in the equation. Before I go into this, I want you all, if you haven't yet, dear listener, to go to my YouTube channel, Wife Savers by Ramona on YouTube, and watch my series of six videos on how do I find balance. Mm-hmm. That yeah, series. very popular. They're, they're all like... Just... They're like seven less than to ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, each one. So they're short and they all address a different issue and they go in sequential order. So you really need to you need to build on them by watching one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Savers by Ramona on YouTube. It will revolutionize your life. All right. So we're gonna keep you in the equation this summer. How? First of all, <laughs> think of it this way. 
Remember we just talked about slow down and solitude? You, mother, have to be the role model for this. The kids need to see an adult not running around constantly. The kids need to see an adult just sitting on the deck, looking at the flowers or or whatever. The kids need to see an adult just sitting in the chair in the living room and just Mm -hmm. reading a book, right? Or just daydreaming. The kids need to see you excited about spending time with them out in the yard or out in nature. You, that's the life you want for them, right? As adults, you don't want them to be, you know, type A all of their life. Is that what you call it? Yeah, I'm the type A personality. Yeah. Right, right. You know it's not healthy. That's not what you want for them. You can't just preach that at them. Show it to them. Show them what that looks like. Um, So to keep you in the equation is healthy for the kids. That's all I'm saying. But also, you can get rid of them. The kids? Yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) Where do I I go for that? How do do I, where do I sign? What's the magic words? I mean, come on. There's day camps. Of all yeah, varieties, yeah, right, and sure. there's some send them away kind of camps right. too. But your your local parks and rec department and so forth, and your local college and those things might have day those camps things again because of COVID now are are more available than they were. Yes, you we know. couldn't have made this podcast. Yeah, last that's summer. right. That's right. Exactly. Um, I also advocate because I did it very successfully. As you, I call it kid share. You know how you ride share? Trade, trade kids, right? I'll <laughs> yes. trade you two of these for one of those. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you kid share with other moms so that you can each have some time off. You mm-hmm. know, I'll take the kids on Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. so you, you can do whatever. And and then um, she'll take the kids on Thursday whatever. nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. So kids share with other moms and you don't have to pay for a babysitter that yeah. way. Take the kid and the husband. And, uh, <laughs> and drop them all off. That's right. Drop them all off. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> Didn't sign up for that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Where was that it's all right. He'll take care of himself. Just give him a corner and <laughs> a computer. Right. Um, then no here's some ideas about how to cut back on spending time in the grocery store. Now, see, you're trying to carve more time for yourself. So we all got used to this new thing and during the whole pandemic, which was called curb pickup yeah, or whatever right. for groceries and other shopping. Non-contact. If not contactless. Contact if you less. haven't tried it yet, you might try it this summer because why spend time in the grocery store Just this go summer? Go pick up your stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's an idea. Plan your meals in advance. Mm-hmm. Meaning and so you don't have to go, I have to create these crazy, amazing meals this summer. Like you said, your favorite thing is cooking. And that, I must admit, that's one thing I really like also is that I can turn a lot yeah, of the cooking yeah, over to you in true. the summer, right? I'm saying, honey, <laughs> we want some of your delicious hamburgers or whatever. And I know we'll get them. So, but Just if you think like um, Monday nights are picnic night, that's how it is for us. Mm-hmm, Our mm-hmm. family does picnics on Monday nights. Maybe Tuesday is pasta, maybe Wednesday is Mexican, maybe Thursday is meatless kind of meal, Friday is pizza, whatever. And you just round, you just go through, and I bet there's a lot of listeners who already do this. Yeah, you can but tell you what just, day of the week it is by what's on the table. Yeah, so. but that 
takes the thinking out of it. Yeah, this is right. the whole point. We're trying to free up your brain so you can have some of that slow down this summer. And we're going to stock up on snacks so the kids aren't coming down. Yeah. I'm hungry. What are they eating? And you go, go to the snack cupboard, go yep. to the snack drawer. And there it is, and it knows, you know, you don't have to deal with it. Except tomorrow you open it and it's empty. So, <laughs> yeah, you might have some rules in place. And, and you sure. want, what you want to do is be strategic about that and have your own stash. Don't put everything in yeah, one spot. That's true. Dad needs his own drawer, yeah, by the way. Yeah, Dad needs a, a special drawer. But <laughs> if they don't know that, if they think that everything that's in there is all that's there, they won't eat it so fast. See, so you can oh, just keep stocking it up idea. at night, like Santa Claus comes in and that's leaves some really more treats. That's a really good idea. Right? Just magically, oh, there's more. I wouldn't have done that. I would have dumped the whole Costco right. box in there. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, all all the fruit you can imagine. Everybody eats it up. We also like to make popsicles in the summer, you know, the juicy popsicles and stuff. Those are easy to do. Um, older kids, get this. This is a suggestion or an idea from the husband of one of my mm. personal mentees. Mm. I, I work with her one-on-one. And she was one of those who was concerned about her summer. So she brilliantly asked her husband if he had any ideas that could sort of lift her burden over the summer. And, you know, they came up with this idea of one of their older kids would be responsible for breakfast every day for him and the younger siblings. Mm. And then one of the other kids was going to be responsible for lunch. I mean, the whole thing. And they made a calendar and everything so they can go and say, oh, today's peanut butter sandwiches. And they get out the bread and the peanut butter and the jam and the potato chips and the carrot sticks or whatever. And paper plates mm-hmm. and paper cups. Oh, good. And they were, the kids took care of two of the meals every day without and, mom being involved at all. Yeah, and the parents went out to eat there at that time. <laughs> we'll be back. Mom's sitting out on the deck with her favorite whatever. Um, her favorite the other whoever. thing, the same, the same mentee, um, she and her husband came up with another idea, which I loved. I, this is something I did when our kids were little. Little, there I go again. I can't do my L's and S's. <laughs> is let the kids in the summer do chores on their time. So they they know what they have to do that day, and they have to get it done by the end of the day. But you're not going to breathe down their neck like the mother breathing (laughs) dragon that you are all the rest of the year. Let them do it on their time. And this is what that particular family decided to do. I've never heard of this. But they decided they were not going to hassle the kids about chores over the summer, not going to discipline them about chores over the summer. They're going to pay them for chores over the summer. Mm. So they made it a motivator just Mm -hmm. for the summer. And Mm -hmm. they're making it real clear to the kids that it is just for the summer. But every chore has a little little reward to it. And so the kids are sort of motivated on their own. And it lets mom let her hair down. You know, like, oh, I don't have to be the 
and they're yeah, I don't have to be everything. So I don't have to tell them go do it because yeah. they're just doing because they want their nickel. And they they fight over the high value chores <laughs> now. See, who gets really to do it first? That's right. That's there right. You, you get an extra ten percent cleaning the toilet. Or <laughs> that's whatever. right. The thing nobody wants to do. Not a bad idea, honey. I wonder if they've thought about that. I'm going to share that. Incentivize. With you. Well, actually, they'll listen to the podcast. Yeah. Later. All right. Um, now, I did this too. I created a calendar. For the whole summer that I told them was in silly putty, not cement, so that they didn't have to bug me about what's happening next week, what's happening tomorrow, what's happening, because that's what they were always. My kids didn't come to me saying I'm bored. My our kids no. weren't really like that, mm-hmm. but they did. They were always excited to know what was going to happen next. So it was just a lot easier for me to print something out and say we're going to an outdoor concert on this day and we're going to go, you know, like that. So having that kind of displayed calendar, and I was always sure to leave room for junk days. (laughs) That's what I called them. You could have them nothing but fun days, or I don't know, whatever you want to call them. But they're special set-apart days where there is nothing on the calendar. Everybody knows we're just going to kind of piece it together that day and do whatever sounds fun, what we feel like. So I called them junk days. Um, I, as not, remember, what we're talking about now are all the things that are going to get the kids off your back <laughs> and all the responsibility a little bit off your shoulders so that you can have this slow down mm-hmm. and solitude celebration this summer yourself. You want to make sure you have time for that. So once you have found that, you've carved that time out for yourself, what are you going to do with it? Spend some Lazy time in nature yourself. Go to good. Go to Goodwill. Oh, I love to do that all year round. (laughs) I take my yoga mat out to the deck on the summer, for Mm -hmm. instance, and I love. You put it down and then you walk away. It's uh, (laughs) the the mat loves being outside. (laughs) And I love date nights in the summer. Yeah. This is a non-negotiable. It must be a party all year round. But it's especially fun in the summer because we like to go to outdoor concerts. Yeah, you for can instance, do more in the, in the days longer. Yes. You know, yes. Yes. Different, different so get experience. creative. You must, 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 must spend time as a couple. Exclusive, one-on-one, all year round, once a week, two hours a day. If you want this marriage to last beyond... Your this 11 su- summers summer. with the kids, right. right. But um, summer is especially a great time. If you haven't been doing it, try to take advantage of summer. Even staying up late and looking at stars together, you know, it's so much fun. Um, and then my last one, last one, focus on a personal development program or project or routine this summer. For yourself. For yeah. yourself. It's a wonderful time to say, you know, I don't have to give everyone up and lunch is made and everyone off to this. And then after school, we're going here and then I got to get everybody to bed Mm -hmm. and everything. There's actually should be more time in the summer um, for that kind of thing. So it's going to make you feel so, so good. May I make two suggestions? Of course, there's a whole world of self-improvement stuff out there. But the Wife Savers course and community is a magnificent self-education 
because you do it on your own time at your own pace, but you do it with loving community live support from me personally, Mm -hmm. as well as my team, as well as all the other wife savers from around the world. We have live events online and so forth. So you get all of that loving support and accountability, as well as this absolutely world-class education program in personal development and in marriage success and family success. Yeah, and I think you do some of these things we've talked about. It sets you up with the time and yes. the ability to focus. Yes, yes, yes. And for my students who are listening, I'm expecting a lot of progress this summer from my students for this very reason. So go to wisesavers.org and just click on the tab that says Course and Community and you can learn all about it. One other option would be to mentor personally with me this summer. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have openings. Can I, can I get on the schedule? <laughs> we you? have openings. We only we only have a very few because I can only manage a few uh, personal mentees and coaches at a time. But I go on these three-month uh, program where I work very closely and intensely with you over that three months. I would love to do that with you this summer. You can learn a lot more about that also at wifesavers.org and just click on the personal mentoring tab and uh but you need to do that right away because we're filling filling up yes we're filling up our schedule we already have several um so we just have a few spots left and we're going to do that this week so be sure that you go do that right away personal mentoring with me is is uh something I absolutely love. And so far, every single one of my mentees has made amazing breakthroughs. So what a better time for summer than, I mean, what a better time than summer mm-hmm. to do that. So can I wrap this up with a wrap beautiful quote? Put a bow on it. Summertime, Charles Bowden says, summertime is always the best of what might be. Home is with you wherever that may be.